And uh, I know you're pretty good at playing it cool, but is it a relief to have this Jalen Ramsey deal done and uh, have him obviously here for the long term with you guys? Yeah, really happy for Jalen um, and his family and, you know, well-earned uh, contract. So definitely glad. And I know uh, it's something that he was glad to get out of the way as well. And welcome back to another episode of Turn Your Head and <coughs> I can't I can't cough today because of all the fires. It's it's, in, it's inappropriate. It's inappropriate. Turn your head and cough and, and goff. Goff. Fire index is four sixty right now. Whether whatever that Ooh. is. Air quality index. You know, speak, speaking of that, that fire index, do you think they'll even uh, postpone the game since uh, you know you got that same situation down in L.A.? Oh, uh, I know the the Forty Niners Cardinal game. That's that's well, uh, Bay, Bay Area is actually really about. bad too. Um, it's not as yeah. bad in Southern California, but I think it's what is their rule if it goes above two hundred that they won't play two hundred. So there's, so there's yeah. a real chance the game doesn't happen tomorrow. But I, you know, cross your fingers it, that that. Everything gets good enough, right? Because right. it's the first thing, right? Um, and that they're able. Well, to you play. know, again, it's uh, it's another one of those uh, twenty twenty things. Um, from what I understand, though, at night in L.A., when you're going to have more of the winds, it's going to have a propensity to kind of blow out that smoke. So, chances are um, they will still get it off. I think it's more probable that they will than not. So. Yeah, I, I, my guess, my guess is tomorrow's game does happen, but you know, we'll, we'll, we're pl- Let's just plan if tomorrow's game is happening. Yep. If it doesn't happen, it's a good thing that it doesn't happen because it's a safety issue, and let's just be safe. Yeah. At the end of the day, who yeah, cares? Just, right? Yeah, just go on with it. So, you know what? I'm just excited that we're having football. I, mm-hmm. I'm amazed that the NFL, the juggernaut that it is, was able to pull it off. When you think about it, because <laughs> it's the NFL, they could pull off anything they want. Uh, I, you know what? I mean, <laughs> I, I, I learned a lot from watching some of that hard knocks about the testing, but and and the protocols that everybody goes into the the wearing of the uh, distance watch, if you will. The indicator there, that was fascinating to me. But, I I mean, you think about the issues that they had in baseball. I thought, oh, my gosh, is, they're not going to be able to get this to happen. But, uh, hey, uh, they you pulled know it off. They've done a Here good we job are. of it. We had a game already. And you know what? It, it, it was uh, it was it was nice. Yep, they have. So so if it means uh, anything, the, uh, the Dodgers to played tonight. So there was a Dodger game tonight in Los Angeles. Ah, okay. So if that if that's that's any indication. Okay. Well, there you go. It's a great indicator. So Jansen Jansen blew a massive lead and uh, gave up five runs in the ninth. So lost. All right. Well, this is this is the football show. <sighs> it is. It is. Yeah. It that is. Dodger show. That Dodger All show right. that I'm thinking about doing is going to be even more painful. Than this one. <laughs> Anyways, first, you know, hey, thanks everyone yeah. for listening and 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 participating and and you know it means a lot to us. So just remember to like and subscribe to the podcast. If you do like it, leave a comment. We only want five stars, so if you get those four stars, get it out of here. 
It's might as well be a zero. Um, you know, share with your friends and all that good stuff. You know, we like doing this. It's fun for us. And we like to build, um, we like to build a lot more interaction with the community. Um, so we can't do that without the community. So get involved. Um, other than that, how are you doing, dad? I'm doing fantastic. You know, um, uh, working on the deck, uh, getting that together. So, um, yeah, doing great, doing great. You know, um, you know what? I got to tell you, this has been a blast doing it. I've, I've really looking f- I really look forward to doing this. Uh, what, the deck or the podcast? I, the podcast. I'm sorry. I should have been more specific. But um, yeah, no, I really look forward to doing it. This little time that we have, I, it's it's been great. And um, I'm I'm working hard uh, to get some uh, s- some different type of stats up there for us and for our listeners. So uh, yeah, you're right. Keep got to keep an eye out for that. Um, so uh yeah got some got some interesting thoughts coming down the down down the pike if you will hopefully after the first four games you know how they like to break up that the nfl season into quarters the first four um after that maybe we'll throw up some uh, some stats some kind of interesting stuff to see if we could see any trends sure um in in what's happening so yeah, absolutely. And uh, everyone kind of keep your eyes on the website because as the season kind of progresses, uh, my dad has been working on some stats and kind of figuring some stuff out using old data. Um, and, you know, we're going to we want to start putting a lot more stuff on the website. Um, I myself have decided not to continue with DirecTV, so I will not be getting the Sunday NFL ticket. Uh, I'm, but what I am opting for and I got today was the NFL Game Pass. Which is which allows me to watch, you know, on computers and stuff. But after the games are done, I, I don't watch the games live anyway. Usually, um, I can't. But I'm excited because what I what I might want to do, assuming that the NFL doesn't sue us, is uh, you know maybe do like a five ten minute breakdown video um, and have it up on YouTube or something. That's something that I'm playing with. So go keep your eyes open for the website. But obviously, we'll let everyone know via Facebook and our social media stuff. Um, but yeah. Other than that, uh, yeah, we've got all these fires in Portland, um, and uh, it's hard to breathe. It's it's wow. really, it's I, I <laughs> it's not very. What's good. that smoke index again? You said four. Uh, it's four hundred four hundred Wow. Let me go double check. Oh no, it's gone up. It's four hundred and ninety three. Wow! Can we hit well, five? I don't know. Maybe it's a legendary by the end of the number. Show. There, there you go. <laughs> so if I fall over, <laughs> just assume that I'm gone. Okay, right on. All right, you well, might. Let's, wa- get, let's get through this. Yeah. Let's get through this. We gotta, we gotta speed it up. Yeah. So, um, we're just gonna go through a little breakdown of the show. We're gonna, we're gonna finish up final episode of Hard Knocks. We're getting into into some news, and there is a lot of news this week. A lot of exciting news. Uh, and oh, then our topic awesome of the, news. yeah, yeah, and our topic of the week uh, today is Sunday, September twelfth. Sorry, I'm sorry, Saturday, September twelfth. So the NFL season starts tomorrow. So our topic of the week is we're gonna do a preview of the Rams in Dallas tomorrow. It's the evening game, nationally televised. Pack Stadium at SoFi. Um, I heard it sold out. Yeah, well, you know, the the uh, the, the season really started Thursday with uh, with the no, uh, Kansas City when Houston did the Rams game. Start? This is a Rams oh, you're podcast. Right. Okay, so you're talking about the Rams season, season hasn't started. started. Got yet. it. 
I don't care about okay. the rest of the just teams saying. in the NFL. It's, it, okay. Hey, it's the it's the Rams All and thirty one right. other other teams that I don't care about. Okay. So thirty one. We're gonna get into that. Well, there's thirty two okay. teams. One I care about. I, I got one it. That I, don't. I got it. I All got right. It. Okay. You know, right. Not one of these fantasy guys. I just like football. Hey, so please. So then, how was um, how was uh, Hard Knocks? What was your final take uh, on that? You know, I I thought it was. Um, it, it was an interesting episode. Obviously, it was, you know, they, they got the cuts. There was not, for me, not a lot of drama in it because we already knew who got cut. Um, you know, a I, I, couple couple things. I think they did a really good job of not really showing any of the offense or defensive schemes out there. And that's kind of one of the advantages of not having preseason. You're not showing a lot. Um, having said that, that scrimmage got me a little concerned for the defense because it appeared that Goff was carving up our own defense so donald looked really good <laughs> and that was about it so i'm yeah. kind of concerned about the defensive side of the ball um well they're only gonna te- they're only gonna show you and tell you what they want you to see oh, in yes here. oh yeah oh yeah oh yeah um, uh it's hard it's hard to pick out you'd have to kind of go into staley's um you know coaching tree to finally figure it out a little bit you know nick nick uh, fangio you know don't forget fangio was once uh the 49ers uh dc when he had alden smith remember when alden smith yeah, yeah. Uh, used to wreak him and you know what he's back on dallas of all things so mm. Anyway, we'll get we'll get more into that, but I think you have to kind of dig into that to understand what what he wants to do. And, and um, I thought it was interesting that Floyd says he thinks this is going to be a top ten uh, defense. Uh, got better personnel. That's his opinion. Uh, so I thought that was fascinating. I I too thought that the hard knocks. I I kind of enjoyed it. It was a lot different than the 2016 hard knocks. <laughs> uh, that would every uh, every episode you're just shaking your head after. Oh my god. Oh my gosh. No, this can't be our team. But uh, no, I thought it was it was interesting. You know what I found fascinating was the way that they worked the cuts. And then letting them know up front, hey, you know, yeah, we're, we're going to get you I, yeah. on the practice strand. So, because was it uh, what's the what's the gentleman's name? A- Agnew. Yeah, I think. yeah, Coach Agnew. Yeah, and he would just call him like, "Hey, we're letting you go today. Come on in. We want to talk to you." I mean, there's just a couple of them. And in, in speaking of that, I thought one of the most interesting ones was when they cut Clay Johnson, and I yeah. thought that he was going to be cut anyways. It didn't. I mean. It was hard. Knox was trying to make him a story. I, I don't know mm-hmm. exactly why. Um, you know, he's kind of all American guy. All shucks. Dang it, Brett Favre. He, well, Brett Favre, obviously. Yeah. <laughs> uh, we yes, absolutely. The connection to Brett Favre it makes him more relevant to Hard Knox. But what I I found interesting about that it was. Tell me if I heard this wrong. So they cut him and said, like, hey, we want you, you know, we want you on our practice squad. And it sounded like he committed to them to be on their practice yeah. squad. Yeah, he said, thank. In fact, I thought it was interesting. And Coach Sneed says, you know what? I, I know that, you know, Carolina is out there, uh, that type of a thing. And, and uh, we all get it, but we would like to have you on the team. He says, no, Coach, thank you. Uh, you know, really appreciate it. Yeah. So it sounded like to me he was leaning toward the needle was porting towards the Rams. 
I yeah, so. it's it's I I watched it now, albeit it was like one thirty in the morning when I watched it last night. So my mind wasn't always like a hundred percent there, but it did seem like he committed to being on the Rams practice squad. And yeah. when the next morning, when they told him that Clay Johnson had gone to Carolina, like I, I Sneed, I thought looked visibly pissed off. Yeah, 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 yeah. The the yeah, I would agree with you. So, Concur. Uh, so I mean, whatever. What do you I, think about it? They've they've made their plan. They've already asked uh, individuals. They figure you know we've asked everybody we want to have back on. Now at the last minute, the th- the eleventh hour, right? this, this young man decides to you know what. I'm going to go back home. I'm going to go to where I'm most comfortable. I'm going to go back to my old college coach. My mom, my dad is there. You know, that type of a scenario. Hey, dad, so, I, I, I'm, t- I'm going to tell you this. I love you, but I don't yeah. need you to hold my hand in life. I'm good. You've taught me I, well. <laughs> All right? Well, I hope so. <laughs> but yeah, I, I, I do I do too. But now, because it kind of puts him into, you know, what do we do now? We got another spot we have to fill. So... Yeah, I just I, I don't think it was that becoming well, of them, overall. I I thought it, uh, it, you know, it didn't have all of the 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 drama of past hard knocks. It didn't have all those OMG type of moments. Uh, I can't wait to see what this knucklehead's going to do now type of thing. Uh, you know, there wasn't a lot of that. I thought that the Hard Knocks was pretty. I I don't think it got the look got a lot of viewership, but I think overall it probably didn't have a lot of sizzle, if I could say it that yeah, way. Yeah, it was. It was. It wasn't. Uh, it wasn't sensationable. Yeah, right. That's it, I, I, I think. Uh, I think the biggest drama actually happened on the Charger side when uh, their oh. sa- when their safety got hurt, and that was really yeah. that was really unfortunate. That was but, unfortunate. Yeah, I mean, he's a good player. Yeah, a really good player. And so I, I think this hard knocks was was different because it focused on two teams. So you don't yeah. have as much time to kind of develop in some of those other those other players and some of the other drama that kind of goes on. In addition, there was no preseason, so it, it just I think they just all did a really good job. And for me, like we've talked about, I think this is a. a a really fascinating look into how the teams actually operate, which I thought was, mm-hmm. was interesting and good. I liked it. So yeah, yeah. good, good, good hard knocks. Um, you know, got us into football just a little bit earlier, which was nice. So yeah. with that being said, we're going to go to some news. That's my, that's our new, uh, yep. sound bite. The, uh, yeah. the, the little Morse code. Yeah. <laughs> alert, alert, <laughs> alert. Yeah. Um, all right. So I just got three stories, but they're big stories. So we're going to first going to go to the 53 man roster is complete. Um, after their cuts on Sunday, they picked up Justin Hollins from Denver. No Josh Rosen. Um, and the other linebacker from Denver that we thought that they did. Davis. Look at. Yeah. Damn. So none of them. So, but they picked up Hollins and uh, depth chart is, is, complete so let me go look at my notes here get the rams depth yeah, chart up. I, I, so it's going to change again we all know that um the one don't forget the news the one disappointing thing too is lewis now is yeah gone he's six, again. six weeks i think yeah and so, what they uh, I, they also restructured some of a robinson's contract as well 
I yeah, I thought that was kind of fascinating about how they did that so they could uh, get some relief, but also kind of play with the the covid uh, mm-hmm. opt out type yep. of scenario so yep. that was that was interesting yep. so hey. um i i think the one thing that uh i'm curious on are who are the four players that they're they're protecting on the practice squad you know you can do that can protect up to four players that's why they expanded it during this now, time period let me ask you cuz you you know now do you have to protect the same four players all season or is that on a no. weekly basis weekly okay so every week you can kind of fluctuate all right you got to report in so all right so the depth chart let's just i'm just going to quickly read through them um tied in they're carrying four of them tied in and this is the projected depth chart right so it could change right tyler higby gerald everett johnny munt and bryson hopkins who's the rookie uh right left tackle whitworth and tremaine ackerman jr is he the Rookie that he's they this Clemson, up? Clemson. Okay, um, he, like seventh round draft pick. Okay, he's he's an interesting prospect. I think from the standpoint of all year long, he really you know didn't really face a lot of competition because he was pretty stellar. He had good you know good numbers, good uh, gradings, if you will. Uh, but I think in that uh, championship game, uh, boy, he kind of got ate up a little mm. bit. So, mm. so then we're going to go to guard uh, Joe Noteboom, Noteboom, I'm sorry, and Coleman Shelton. I'm Cent- rooting for Noteboom. He's a good guy. He's a good kid. Yeah. Center, yeah. we've got uh, Austin Blythe and Brian Allen. Right guard, Austin Corbett, who they picked up from Cleveland last the, year. Yeah, the trade. Um, David Edwards, backing him up. Right tackle, Havenstein and Bobby Evans and uh, a lot of people are talking about Havenstein kind of having a nice bounce back here. Hopefully so. Uh, then we're going to go to, did you miss? No, you didn't do it. I see what you did there. Um, then what we it looks like from a depth chart perspective, they're going, they're starting with three wides. And yeah. Uh, I, uh, yeah. So I'm going to break it down. It's just going to go to starters. We've got Josh, jo, uh, Josh Reynolds, Robert Woods, Cooper Cup, and then the backups are Van Jefferson, Tristan Johnson, and Nisimba Webster. I don't think they should have six wide receivers on the team, but okay. Um, All right, whatever. Um, No fullback, if you notice. No fullback on the depth chart. Johnny Munt. Well, yeah. (laughs) Yes. Um, Running back, Malcolm Brown, Daryl Henderson Jr., who is going to play tomorrow. Cam Akers and Xavier Jones. Yeah, I think that actually, when looking at uh, this published depth chart from the the Rams site, I I don't think Brown will start. I think they will go with Akers. You don't think you think that they're going to go with Akers? Yeah, that that would be what I would. I'm assuming I, yeah, they're going to go I, that. Route. I think they're going I full committee. I think they're going full committee for the first four weeks and say like, "Hey, guys, yeah, like." Don't, hey, you guys are. We're gonna try to give you guys equal carries, whatever. Like whoever's taking the ball and running, running with it, and yeah, is effective. That's who's playing the most. So to me, the halfback position of all the positions on offense is the one where it's just pure competition, and you probably don't know who's gonna who's gonna carry the load that yeah. week. Right. 
Which is, if you think about it, is kind of cool because it's hard to kind of game plan against. You don't know, like, a Henderson or Xavier Jones got a little bit more quicks going on. Is it a Malcolm Brown? More straight ahead. Cam Akers, probably a little combination of the two. What do you do? How do you plan for it? And the Rams are going to run the ball. They're not going to pass every single time. So um, so that would lead me into the question. I know we're going through the depth chart. Maybe I'll just save it for when we get done, just to get uh, your thoughts. Mm-hmm. So. So okay. keep on going. Yeah, and the quarterback, we've got Goff, obviously, and then you didn't put, who's their backup? Wolford, John Wolford. Which I hope they never get to. I'm so shocked, shocked that they only, me. Have, they only have two, two. quarterbacks. Shocked. That surprised me. Uh, me too. So me too, um, how do you want to do this? You want to go, let's go to the Ram. Let's go to the other side. Let's go to the defensive side. So um, right. I'm just going to call them defensive tackles, even though they've kind of broken it down between defensive end and they're yeah. just all defensive tackles. So it uh, looks like Brockers, uh, Joseph Day, Aaron Donald, that's your top end, backed up by Morgan Fox, Greg Gaines, Eric Banks. Then we've got outside linebackers, Samson Ikubon, Leonard Floyd, and I cannot say that name. I am so sorry. O, o squared. O, double o, o. Oboe. Double O. They just go by. I think they could call him Oboe. Obi. Uh, oh, okay. That, thank you. Oboe. And then uh, Jackie Polite. So those are your backups at uh, outside linebacker, inside linebacker, Micah Kaiser, Troy Reader. Ooh, that's rough. That's really well, I, I don't think Reader's going to start either. I think they're going to start young. And so then backing up on the depth chart, you have Justin Hollins, who they picked up from Denver, and Kenny Young. Right. Uh, you've got cornerbacks, Troy Hill, Jalen Ramsey. Backing up, Darius Williams, David Long Jr. And then safety, Taylor Rapp, John Johnson. Backing that up, Terrell Burgess, Jeez. Jordan Fuller, and Nick Scott. So who's the kid that you, who's the kid that you want to see? Is that... Um, is that Burgess or Fuller, the one out of Ohio State? Fuller. Okay. And is Burgess the one out of uh, Utah? Utah. Okay. Yeah. They're, but do you know what? They're, they're like the opposite. Even though they both uh, are safeties, they kind of played a little bit different role as a safety. So um, I, I like the flexibility from from what I can see on paper. Um I'm just interested to see. Do you know that Pro Football Focus has Darius Williams as the breakout player of the year for the Rams? You know, when he came in, I thought he it was interesting. He did play good. He did play good. Oh, he got he got sensational. He was like a grade of an 88, 89, right in there. When yeah, he, played. he did. He did two play interceptions. Really, really well. Yeah, so they have him. They graded him out as uh, the Rams' breakout player of the year. Now that awesome. happens. That that would be great because that just means we got a really nice back end, or he's getting a heck of a lot of work. But could that also mean that maybe uh, maybe our, our our line, maybe our linebackers are stepping up a little bit? Because um, how are we going to be against the run? You know, that's going to well, be because you know, I, I, I mean, people are going to want to run against this line. And I think that's why we had Robinson's very unfortunate because again, going back to the Nick Fan, you know, the Fangio style of defense, you, you depend upon a stout nose tackle, somebody who's really just that run stuffer. And I think that's what Robinson gave them, and that's probably why they went out and targeted him for the team. It's very unfortunate uh, for the illness, but again, because you you look at at Brockers, he can play like that one or five technique, if you will. Donald's that three technique, that penetrator. He's quick off the ball. So, I mean, again, 
uh, it's, it's going to be interesting. But who's going to rush off the edge? I, I, I still wish we could go out and get uh, get Matthews. I'd, I'd like to get Clay Matthews before the Seattle Seahawks do. I know that. Well, I, th- here's the thing. I, I think that Clay. I think they burned that bridge with Clay Matthews when they didn't pay him. <sighs> I, I, th- I, I agree with you. I think he's. I think he's definitely serv- serviceable. Also, I, f- I left out Terrell Lewis is also on the depth chart, but he's hurt. And what are they right. expecting him to miss the first six weeks? I think. Yeah. Something like that. Waste. He's still gonna have more than. He's still gonna have more than seven sacks. He's he the won't. guy. He's the man. He's the man. Okay. He won't even play seven games. I already ordered my Terrell Lewis jersey. Oh, good for you. Okay. Good for you. Let's let's just go back again to the uh, the offensive side over here. Sure. When I when I looked at the uh, the depth chart and the roster, you know, from being such a, a disappointment last year, at least in in our minds and in a lot of fans' eyes, that O line. Um, but man, I look at it and I'm thinking, you know what? We've got some. At least we've got some depth there. We've got some young players, mm-hmm. right? You've got Edwards and Evans. Uh, they've, you know, they've got some pelts on their on mm-hmm. their belt now. Mm-hmm. They 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 played and they played okay. They played well, not super, you know. So yeah, it, I look at that and I'm thinking, you know what? I don't feel as bad about it. Uh, but uh, I I I think that's a plus. I I don't know if you know if. I'm curious to find out. Well, we'll get. It. I'm going to ask you. What's if you were to write down five things for tomorrow's game? What are you curious to see? What 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 do you want to see? What uh, so what 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 what, what intrigues you about about the, the the game tomorrow? Five. Just give me five. Okay. So uh, the first the first thing that I'm curious about is how they play defense. Yeah, that's that's the thing that I'm most curious about. I, I want to see what they're doing. I mean, as I'm looking at the depth chart as well, it's like I'm like my eyes go right to inside linebacker, and I'm like, oh. whoa, that's not very good. Yeah. On paper, that's not good at all. So, what does this team look like? Because if Burgess and Fuller are going to be better than your inside linebackers, they're playing. You got to figure out how to use them. So that's number one. How does this team play defense? Um, number two, uh, what running back is going to take the ball? Who's it going to be? Right, because you got you got four yeah. of them on the depth chart, which is fairly unusual in today's NFL to have four running backs. So who's going to take the lead there? Um, what, the next one is. You know, how does the offensive line hold up? Do they, you know, how how do they perform? Because they're going to be going against Demarcus Lawrence, Denari Poe, Tristan Hill. Uh, you got Everson Griffin on that team, uh, Eldon Smith. I mean, they got some guys that can pin their ears back and go. So what does that look like, right? Even even linebackers, right? You got a Jalen Smith. They, they got some talent on that defensive side, specifically that front. Um how does the offensive coordinator? What is the relationship between McVeigh and the offensive coordinator? Is McVeigh still calling the plays? Is is McVeigh really the offensive coordinator of this team, or does he let the offensive coordinator do that and do his job? Um, how does Goff bounce back? A lot, you know, a lot of bit, a lot. We've said a lot about Goff in the season that he had last year, um, and then do they 
figure out how to establish. Is this going to be a running team or a passing team? What what are they going to be? I kind of want to see what they're going to be because we're going to find out a lot. And what's that timing going to be like? Because it's that passing game is very timing based, and there's there's no game action. So how are they going to be? Yeah. So yeah, that's that's what I'm looking at. You know, I I. I want to see what the Rams do. I don't really care what the Cowboys do because in my mind, if you play your best game, you should beat the other team. That's the way it should be. So I'm not super yeah. looking at like, Oh, what are the Cowboys going to do? Yeah. Yeah. No, I, I, I look at it and, and, and my five takeaways um, are, uh, I'll, 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 I want to know what personnel grouping they're going to come out with. I want to know if they're going to go uh, a 12 personnel, which would be uh, one running back, two tight ends. Are they going to go to that? They're going to go back to their standard 11 personnel? Because, you know what, I, I found interesting. We always talk about Higby and, and, and all that he did at the end of the year, right? So yeah. but when you think about it, up to like week 12, uh, this is they were still in 11 personnel. And that's and then all of a sudden Sean switches things. He says, "You know what? We've got to run the ball. We're just getting creamed over here. There's just not happening." They switched to twelve personnel, putting the Johnny Munt in there. But you know what? It, it, that's when Higby really came alive. So before twelve personnel, think about this: he was only targeted three point three times a game. Hmm, he had two point six, two point six receptions. And his yards total in that time was only 21.2. They switched to 12 personnel. All of a sudden, his targets go up to 11.2. His reception's 8.6. And he's averaging 104.4 yards a game. Yeah. That, to me, is what I found fascinating in just that personnel grouping and what it can do and what it can mean to the team. So I thought that was a, that was a, a good find by Sean to finally switching things up saying, you know what, this isn't working. We so, just don't have it. So I, I thought that that was fascinating. So that's what I want to see. I want to see what, what grouping. So I'm wondering, do we even start off with uh, Josh Reynolds on the field? No, are we going to start off I, in 12 or are we going to start off in 11 personnel? I That's what I want to see. You know, I I wonder I wonder even on this depth chart here, I wonder if Van Jefferson's not I, I bet you Van Jefferson gets more snaps than Josh Reynolds. Oh, I I, I would agree with you. Like no um, doubt. But I I wrote something down as you were as you were saying it. So I think it would be an mm-hmm. interesting look because we want to talk about some of these, you know, stats and stuff. I wonder what their positive plays and stuff. Can we exploit this and, and dig deeper into the when they run eleven versus twelve from last year? And yeah, see what that looks like. See what their yards per game are, points per game. Let's look sure. at that. Yeah, right. Like, yeah. What, how yeah. are they more successful at doing it? Because I think Everett can play. I think he can too, but uh, for some reason, the young man just, uh, for whatever reason, and I don't know, we'd have to go back and probably he's, look but, at all but the tape. Since they, draft, since they drafted him, he's he outside of that December that Higby had, Gerald right. Everett was on the field, in my mind, a lot, and involved yeah. in the passing game a lot more than Higby. Yeah. And it wasn't until that December that Higby just kind of caught fire. Now, I don't well, know if everything just clicked for him. 
Because if that's the case and you got another weapon, whoo. Oh. Well, I think I think don't forget when he was drafted out of Western Kentucky, uh, the the thought was he was going he was that receiving tight end. He Correct. was a receiver. He wasn't a blocker. Correct. That and was he, that was your downfield and, guy. And, here, and here's the thing, I re, I distinctly remember all last season, all the announcers. Well, Tyler Higby was their blocking tight end. He was drafted to be their blocking tight end. No, he was not. When they drafted him. The guy probably didn't block at all. He was just—he's a pass-catching guy. <laughs> yeah, so I exactly. Like, I was like, guys, what are you talking about? Yeah. Anyway, so that—that—that—that's my—that's my first uh, take. What personnel grouping will they come out and play? Two would be how does our offensive line hold up? And you already mentioned against the Dallas front. You know, De- Demarcus Lawrence, hell of a pass rusher. DeAndre uh, Dante Poe, great run stuffer. Mm-hmm. I mean, he's a he's a big body mm-hmm. in the middle. Tristan Hill, young player, uh, but you know didn't have the season they wanted from from him last year. But understand that his camp's been really good. Their linebackers are are just I'll just yeah. say it they're just sick. They're good. I mean, they're real. Vander Esch, you know, uh, hopefully he can stay healthy. Uh, Jalen Smiths, you know, that was a great investment that yep. they made and patience. Mm-hmm. Uh, Alden Smith is the question mark. He hasn't played in 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 a few seasons. How will he come back? Will he still have that same, uh, you know, did he lose a step, I guess is what I'm thinking. You yeah. Know, how's he, he going to do? He was, that, to me, that guy was the epitome of explosive. Oh, he was crazy. It was, that was a sick player. I think he came out of Missouri. Yeah. Uh, he was just, he was just all over. But again, that was that Nick Fangio, to think about it, that Nick Fangio defense on the 49ers. And again, Staley is a disciple. That's where he cut his teeth on on that. Speaking of Staley, I'm curious to find out how he's going to call the defense. He hasn't called the plays for a defense since he was in college at John Carroll. So I'm kind of curious on how is he going to translate. I mean, this is his first time yep. calling the plays. So again, to your point, what will that defense look like? You know, how is he going to use him? We've already heard sound bites where, uh, as I said earlier, Floyd thinks this is just an awesome. So they must be doing something different uh, than what they did at Chicago a little bit. He's probably got his own stamp on it, and, and you know, rightfully so. Um, you know. The way that they talked about utilizing Ramsey as a wild card, will he be the X factor? You know, how would that play out? So that's that's another one I want to see. Uh, I I'd like to see also how how our wideouts fare against the Dallas uh, DBs. I'm I'm kind of curious. You know, Dallas starts uh, a rookie. Uh, I know that they have one player out, uh, but they brought off again off the practice mm-hmm. squad. Uh, they brought up Brandon Carr. And Carr's seen a lot of snaps, mm-hmm. probably 190 plus. Mm-hmm. So, you know, he'll be in there. He'll be okay. Uh, but you know, when I look at it, I said, okay, on on, on paper, I got to give the edge to our guys. Uh, I think Woods and and Cup. You know, yeah, by far. And you're right that that rookie. I mean, how much time will Van Jefferson get? The way people talk, he's already mature enough. 
and they're already anointing him as the second coming. So uh be interesting. I don't think Henderson's going to play a lot tomorrow, personally. I, I think he's n- still nursing that mm-hmm. soft tissue uh, mm-hmm. hamstring. I could see Akers playing a ton. I can see Brown playing, especially when those uh, closing out halves, if you will, to try to get into that four-minute offense if we have the lead. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm, I'm anxious. You know, so that's probably my third. My, my fourth would probably be I'm curious to find out how we're going to do against the rent, going back to the defense. Will we be able to hold up? To your point about the inside linebackers, Micah Kaiser, it's unfortunate. He would have been starting last year, so we would have had a better, you know, some film on him, mm-hmm. some, a book on him at least, and, and we don't have that. Uh, Kenny Young with his athleticism, you know, how's that going to translate? He does have a couple of starts when he was with Baltimore. But who's going to generate the pass rush from that defensive side? Where, where's it going to come? from well is it going to come from Yakubon or is it going to come from floyd floyd didn't do a lot of pass rushing they they depended upon uh khalil mack so i'm looking at it right if you're asking me i mean obviously donald donald can do it all he'll pass rush he'll he'll get that pressure up the middle but i i personally i I still think they're going to run some version of a 46 and i think they're going to have floyd and Ikebon just go Go. Your, See, jo- uh, your job is to pinch and go. Yeah, it's going to be a hybrid. It's going to be a 3-4 hybrid. And what that will look like, who knows. But I think it's going to have different looks. I'm yeah. curious to find out, though, who's lining up against Cameron Irving, the, the Dallas Cowboy right tackle. That's a matchup that could be in our favor. Uh, just from the standpoint of if you put Donald over him, I think Donald wins that battle. You know, ninety percent of the time, right? Because if that's the case, you put Donald on that side, and Don, I mean, Donald can move anywhere on the line and be fine. You could put him on that side, you know. Th- then, then theoretically, they're going to have to double him with either, you know, they're going to have to chip him with the tight end, take a tight end out of the passing game potentially, or double team him with a Zach Martin. Yeah, and right. I think they, they, that's what they might do because I think the last time they kind of neutralized Donald to some impact, uh, some effect by just double teaming him. Well, but I Martin's also, a heck I, of, I also think too. Guard, but we talked about this. There wasn't enough pressure coming from anyone else. Exactly. So right? who's going to step up? I mean, if Donald, if if you got a defensive lineman that's double teamed over seventy percent of the snaps in a season, yeah. that's a lot. Yeah, and I, I don't think the Rams adequately took advantage of that yeah i'm I'm also curious i think this has been my fourth thing i want to kind of look at a little bit is is looking at our, our dbs against um the dallas weapons you know you got amari cooper again i think didn't he sign a big contract you got the the the, the number one draft pick the cd land which people mm-hmm. just loved in the draft we'll see how it translates uh, you know, they got speed to burn. You got Michael Gallup. So how are our DBs going to react to that? You know, well, and I think Ram- the Rams are kind of thin, right? They're only running four defensive backs. Let me look real quick. They only have four, you know, true cornerbacks. And I'm looking at the, so this is actually something that I have. Now I'm thinking about it. We're talking about this. Amari Cooper, definite number one. You got CD lamb. He's going to see a lot of the field and he's fast. And he oh, can do yeah. a lot. You got Gallup. So, I, I mean, who are you going to, I think, are you going to go with nickel? Are you going to bring in a safety to cover one of those other, like, is, is Taylor Rapp going to cover CD lamb? 
No. Right. No. So you I kind th- of see I where I'm going with end- this, right? Like, yeah. What are they going to do? Gonna be, who's going to be the because- nickel? Who's going to be? Is this where the Darius Williams comes to play? Think about it. You know, he's again. You know, had a great finish to last year. Light went on. It clicked for him. So I'm curious to see how all that plays out. Mm-hmm. I, I I do like our back end. I really do. I think that obviously Troy Hills he's earned it and mm-hmm. he's a good player, solid. Uh, Ramsey, you know, he just got paid. I'm, I'm anxious to see you know how he's going to perform tomorrow. But you know, I think that Rapp and Johnson they're going to be fine. But who's going to be that that nickel corner? Who's going to come in in those situations? Are we going to go big nickel? Are we going to play a dime in the back end? And that's what intrigues me, where all of a sudden, next thing you know, we might we might blow two off of the right side. Mm-hmm. You know, just kind of send a couple of extra, maybe one of those uh, extra safeties kind of come in, like a, like a Taylor Rapp or mm-hmm. like a, mm-hmm. a Terrell Burgess if he gets on the field, or Jordan Filler. I, I'm, I'm thinking Fuller more of a, a deep center fielder as opposed to Burgess, but it's it's going to be interesting i think that would be what i i'm curious to find out and then my last one is i, I want to see how jared responds i think that uh, the young man i am people say chip on shoulders and they talk about that but i i just want to see how he responds you know if he has gotten quicker making quicker decisions and just kind of see the metamorphosis you know we're going to mm-hmm. get back to the jared goff of 2018 or we're going to see what we had in 2019 mm-hmm. So, um, you know, uh, yeah, I mean, and a that's lot of mine. Team that's success, my takeaway. Yeah. A lot of that yeah. team success rides on number 16 shoulders. Oh yeah. Yeah. So it, it it's going to it, it be, it's, it's going to be interesting. I know that a lot of people have us written off. They don't like our roster. Um, but I'm looking at it and I'm thinking, well, wait a minute. I'm looking I'm, at it. I'm, ex- I'm excited about the top end of our roster and some of the, and yeah. some of the things that we have now there's certain parts of the roster. I'm like, Ooh, like yeah, you know, well, linebacker, linebacker, linebackers, seems, like that's definite. Like whoa, but I think other teams are in the same boat. When I when I you know you listen to the pundits from around the league and all the talk shows, they well they're kind of weak here. But a lot of people have gone to younger players, you know, that just gone to the younger cats. I mean, Dallas is sporting more rookies, or at least as many, if not more, than what we are on our roster. Yeah, they've got one, two, three, four on the off on the defensive side, and then one, two, three, four, five, six, seven on the offensive side. So eleven, eleven. So they, they yeah. I mean, they got a young team now. Again, these are all a lot of players that you know they're not starting. Right, right. You got uh, Trevon Diggs is the only starter that they have. Oh, CD Lamb's gonna CD, play. CD. I mean, it depends. It, they have they have them as a you know a, a two Backup. wide receiver, but yeah, right. CD Lamb's basically gonna start. Right, right. So right, and the Rams don't have anyone that's a rookie, so everyone's played in the NFL. Right, maybe Van Jefferson. Van Jefferson's gonna get a lot of time. I I think. Um, right. And then some of the safeties, a couple of the safeties are probably going to get some time as well. But outside of that, I mean, it's 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 a roster that's I mean, been together yeah. for quite some time. I mean, if you look at this, this is basically, you know, the same roster that they had for a good portion of the season. I mean, obviously, the, the offensive line had some injuries and stuff, but there's no new names. No, that's They're what I mean. They're not starting anyone new. 
No. So it's going to be interesting. And, and I think they have capable backups. I think Edwards and Evans mm-hmm. proved that last mm-hmm. year. Mm-hmm. They can step up and, and, and play big. They're, they're up to the challenge. So it's kind of exciting. I, again, it'll be, I, I'm looking forward to the game just from those aspects of it. Uh, you know, will we be able to run the ball? Can we get that push? Uh, can Blythe, Noteboom, and Corbett? You know, we don't have that that nasty mentality. Maybe maybe Corbett is somewhat of that type of player, but just somebody who's just a road grader. I think ours is more built on more finesse. I won't. Maybe that's the wrong word, but pass blocking is is paramount. Yeah, uh, is first. Yes, uh, and then comes the run. Yes. So, but I think if we, you know. Yeah, one of the reasons why we, we drafted Akers, from what I've heard, is the fact of how productive he was against one of the poorest offensive lines uh, in in college football last year and how productive he was. He's used to it. So I haven't seen the young man play, mm-hmm. uh, so I'm kind of curious. Uh, you know, I think it's going to be an interesting game. Uh you know, Mike McCarthy hasn't coached in live action. Not that it probably matters, but, you know, he's been out of it for a year. Now he's got to step back into it. Be so fine. how will he's all a, that trans? He's, yeah. he's a veteran coach. We'll, we'll yeah. see. We'll see. All right. Yeah. So let's move on from the roster. And we're going to talk about a couple other pieces of news. We, we've talked about this. Cooper Cup. Surprising. Got paid. Whoop, whoop. Man, no kidding. Got that extension done. So how in the heck do we find the money to pay? These? I don't. I, th- I thought last Wednesday we had to be below the cap because we were over it. I they've. Oh they, my gosh! You know, in you know Sneed what? we trust. He's figured they, it you, out. You must. Yeah, yeah. It's like who's do you know what little bean counters in the back with the visor on, just going. Oh, this is what we need to do to move the money around. Uh, it's uh, hey, hey. At the end of the day, I mean, we talked about this, and we, you and I, had a concern. Like, hey, they're gonna have to pay Ramsey. You know, the, but yeah. what do you do with Cup? Now, what do you do with Johnson? Like, Johnson's got to be sitting there, like, what, what about, about me? What about me? Like, we gonna take care of me now? Like. What's going on? Um, Is he so, the last player? Really, they have to they have to figure out. I, I think mean, about it. No, there's going to be more. I mean, I have to look at it. But like a Josh, they're not going to resign Josh Reynolds. Come on, for what? <laughs> like you can find you can find that guy somewhere else. Um, so Cooper Cup three year extension for a reported top end forty eight million. Um, that just was announced today. I don't have any specifics on it. So what do you think about this extension? I, I thought it was. I one I was shocked, but two I think it was great because I didn't think we'd be able to keep him next year. I, I thought yeah. maybe he'd be a guy that would walk. We talked about it, I think last week. Yeah, I, I think. And remember that this is Cooper Cup is Goff's favorite target. And has been yeah. since Cooper Cup came into the NFL. So yeah. this is that it's that's a that's a big 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 deal. And uh, ha- having them do that is is uh, is is great. I'm happy. Um, and I think it was even more shocking because of what they did a couple days ago, which was they gave they paid Jalen Ramsey. A lot. Oh yeah, five five. So yeah, so Ramsey signed his contract extension. What Thursday? I think Wednesday or Thursday. Yeah. Um, yeah. So he put you know 
Again, you go back to the hard knocks thing. He he put the trust in the Rams. He put the trust in his team. J- Jalen knew, just like we knew, the Rams had to pay him. Because yes. there's no way that the Rams could have traded for him and let him walk with the amount that they get. They put the you know they put their own gun to their own head. But you know Jalen Ramsey is one of the best defensive players in all of football, and the Let's skill set that he that has. G- that, that's right. Is you know you can't find that in a lot of places. So he's got a five-year extension worth 105 million that pays him 21 million dollars a year. I believe that's the highest ever for a defensive back. Yeah, I think the guy on Buffalo uh, was the highest paid for maybe a, a day or two. That was about it at 17. So he really uh, cashed the Brinks truck rolled up. Mm-hmm. And he, got, he got paid. And oh, yeah. I think, and so it's interesting, the whole timing. So everything's working in concert uh, because by doing his deal, able to get some cap relief, mm-hmm. which allows us then to go out and sign the Cooper Cup. Yep. And, you know, and, something that totally under the radar, but yet, you know, got done. So uh, that's awesome. Yeah, no, I, I, I'm i glad that it's done because it's just one less thing that they have to talk about. They got, I mean, hey, they'll figure out the money next year. It's it's coming, yeah. right? They, I mean, they'll figure, they'll figure it out. They have to. But uh, I think that was... Uh, <clears throat> really good for everyone, right? Really oh, good for yeah, everyone. Definitely, and I, I'm definitely. I'm glad I'm glad that they did it. So but you know, that's that's gonna put them into some, you know, some financial issues with what they've done. So they've got to, you know, they're gonna have to figure it out. <clears throat> Less config they'll figure it they'll out. They'll figure it out. We we might have to do something for them in yeah. lieu of <laughs> You know what? We should have a relief fund. A salary cap relief fund. Tell, tell me more. What do you think of that idea? Tell me more. What do you think of that idea? So what you're saying is that we start a Los Angeles Rams salary cap relief fund. Yeah. I, 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 let's, let's think about it. Let's put our heads if we together. All, if we all donated X amount, all of us Ram fans, and kind of generated that, we'd be making up for, you know, lost merchandise. I mean, these are trying times. Sure. You know, these aren't problems. These are challenges. And we have to figure out how do we meet the challenge? Let's, uh, how do we? Yeah, this is, let's, let's explore this a little bit, a, a little bit deeper. And uh, I, I'm not opposed to this. They, they, they need our help. Yeah. They need, they need help. everybody's help. They 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 need us. That's right. So, uh, moving on, we're gonna now we're gonna go topic of the week. We we did touch on some of the stuff. We talked about some of the roster stuff, but uh, you know, tomorrow, hopefully, knock on wood, NFL season starts, and the Rams have the Dallas Cowboys, Jarrah's team, and yeah. now first and foremost. Everyone needs to give a shout out. All Ram fans need to give a shout out to Jerry Jones. Because Jerry Jones is the one that got all those owners on Kroenke's team to get the Rams back into Los Angeles. Okay? Yes, that's Jerry, true. Jerry pulled a lot of those strings and got all those owners in there. So, Jerry, I like, your, I, I like you. I don't care if your team ever wins a game again, but I like you. Thank you, Jerry. 
So, uh, last year, the Dallas Cowboys had a record of 8-8. Eight and eight. They started off 3-0, and oh, and then they lost three in a row, and, you know, just kind of everything just... Everything just always seems to go haywire for the Cowboys at some point in time, ever since Troy Aikman left. Um, I was surprised when I saw that record, 8-8. Eight and eight. I didn't realize they were just the 500 team. Yeah, and so, so here's what we have with them. is Last year, is they scored 434 points, which ranked them sixth in the NFL. From a yardage perspective... Uh, 6,904 yards, number one in the NFL. So they had a wow. really high-powered offense. Okay? Yeah. And then if you look and at they defensively... Only got better with CD, and they only got better with C.D. Lamb. Right? And, and, and defensively, they uh, gave up 321 points, and that ranked number 11 in the NFL. And from a yardage perspective... Uh, five thousand two hundred thirty-two. So, th- you know, they were they were a top five offense and a top ten defense. That doesn't. That's really rare to go eight and eight when you have those two things working in concert with each other. Wow. So I it, I don't watch any any Cowboys games to really understand what happened, but neither do I. I, I mean, that offense is powered. They got some power on that offense, no doubt. Um, from a rushing well, now perspective, now you make me think: uh, Is our defense going to be stout enough to uh, handle it? Well, so they were. They ranked fifth in the NFL last year in yardage from um, right. rushing yards. Uh, eighth in attempts, so they run the ball a lot. They're in the ball ball four hundred and forty nine times last year. And then wow. you look at uh, from an offensive perspective, they were number two in pass yards. At 4,751, number five in touchdowns at 30, you know, middle of the pack in the interceptions. Um, You know what, if looking at it, I I think one of their biggest flaws might have been, I don't know if they, I don't know if they generated enough turnovers. They didn't seem to give the ball up a lot, but. It was all right. So they gave the ball up eighteen times. It looks like, and they took the mm-hmm. ball back seventeen. So, so I'm wondering plus, if yeah. So there were no a, ne- uh, a minus one yeah in turnover ratio. So I'm wondering if if that was really kind of the key to their demise. With just I'm, again, the numbers are just trying to. T- I'm just just a story, right? Right, right. So, but yeah, that high powered offense. It, I mean, top ten defenses. That's good to have. You can kind of they have a new they have a new uh, new coaching staff, right? Correct. A new head coach. Correct. Uh, they didn't they didn't maintain continuity when by keeping Kellen Moore, the OC, you know, and what he did. And, and I think people are giving him a lot of credit for working with Dak and getting that offense uh, on the being as high powered as they are. So they did maintain that. They do, however, they change everything. They, they're going uh, uh, old school 4-3, I believe, on the defensive side um, with Mike Nolan, or, or does Mike play a, a 3-4? Um, oh, Nolan? Yeah. I think he plays a... Th- I'm trying to remember when he was the 49ers head coach. Yeah. I want to say he was a... Th- I, d- I don't remember. No, he plays a 4-3. Okay. Right? So they're going to go Lawrence, Poe, Hill, and Crawford. So here's something and you that have I pulled your up. Sam, too. yeah, yeah. Is 
March 27th, 2020 via ESPN. So here's some of the uh, players that they signed in free agency. The Cowboys. Ha ha Clinton Dix. Gerald He's McCoy. Gone. He's not. I didn't see him on that depth chart either. Gerald no. McCoy. Amari Cooper was already in the team. They, they re-signed him to, I believe, $100 million, somewhere around there. Yeah. Um, you know, Dak Prescott, they franchise-tagged him this year. Uh, Dontari Poe, I'm sorry. Sean Lee already, you know, he's not, he's not, is Sean Lee out for the year? I don't think he's out for the year, but I know uh, he's uh, out right now. But he was an internal talent that they re-signed. Yeah. Uh, Blink Jarwin, I think, was internal talent that they re-signed. So if you look at some of... Uh, Darian Thompson, I think it looks like he was also internal talent. Uh, we don't need to get into the other guys. But if you look at the top two that they signed from outside their organization, McCoy and HaHa Clinton Dix, they're not even on the team. Which I thought, yeah, right. I think every, yeah, I think everybody thought that they released Clinton Dix just so that they could sign Earl Thomas. So it was kind of interesting because Earl's still out on the street, right? Nobody's picked him up yet, I don't believe. Yeah, so from from that aspect of it, I mean, they didn't really add from a free agent standpoint, not to say that the Rams, actually the Rams did probably more than they did, right? They went out and they got yeah. Shot Robinson. They went out and got a Floyd. You know, they went out right. and got some of these veteran players that were going to be starters for the team and they're actually starting for the team. So well, not Robinson. They well, got fifty percent. <laughs> he would have been starting if he wasn't if he wasn't where he is right now, right? But uh, you know, I think that's kind of interesting. So you know, I, I always respect the Cowboys because because they they're one of these teams in the NFL, and everyone wants them to do well. The media so wants how, them to do how'd well. How they end up eight and eight? I don't know. I think it's got to be the turnovers. Maybe they just turned the ball over at the wrong time. You know, maybe... I don't know. I, I, I mean, from the numbers perspective, that's like the weirdest thing. Well, uh, I, I guess you'd have to look at all 16 games, kind of see what the scores were. I mean, they must have been in some shootouts. I can tell you right now if you want to know. Yeah, I'm kind of curious. All right, so they beat week one. They beat the Giants thirty-five to seventeen. Week two, they beat they beat the Redskins thirty-one to twenty-one. They beat the Dolphins thirty-one to six. Then they lose to the Saints ten to twelve. They lose to the Packers twenty-four to thirty-four. They lose to the Jets twenty-two to twenty-four. They beat the Eagles thirty-seven to ten. They beat wow. they beat the Giants thirty seven to eighteen. They lost to the Vikings twenty four to twenty eight. They beat the Lions thirty five to twenty seven. They lost to the Patriots nine to thirteen. They lost to the Bills fifteen to twenty six. They lost to the Bears twenty four to thirty one. They beat the Rams. Oh, they really beat the Rams last year forty four to twenty one. I forgot about how bad that was. Oh. Um, <laughs> They lost to the Eagles nine to seventeen, and they beat the Redskins forty-seven to sixteen. So it looks like wow. on some of those games, from a points perspective, I mean, they put up they feast. I, I mean, they put up what's thirty-seven plus thirty-one plus forty-seven, eight seventy-eight points alone against the Redskins. Now you look at yeah, the Giants; say they, they put up they put up thirty-seven and thirty-five. So basically, a lot of the points that they put up were against two teams. 140 plus, oh, 150 yeah. points. So from right? a percentage standpoint, 
25% of their points came against two teams. For, you know, two games. So that uh, kind of explains some of it. Some it sounds of it. Yep. like uh, they, they, they preyed on the weaker. And when it came up to the uh, the little bit better, more seasoned teams, they struggled or lost some close battles. Okay, got it. So that's yeah, that's what it looks like. So I think yeah. it's I think it's interesting. Um, I think the big bummer of tomorrow's game is there's going to be no fans. You know, this is the big SoFi thing. Oh, and I know it. no fans. So uh, uh, honestly, fans just ruin it for every. I'm glad because you, you and I both know. It would have been 80% Cowboy fans in that stadium. It would have looked like a home game for the Cowboys. So it's, it's fine. I'm kind of curious to find out how they're going to pipe in the, uh, the sound, the noise. What, what's going to happen from that aspect? How will that will look? Just, I, I, I kind of you know, thought it was kind of cool that Kansas City did have some fans, that they did allow it. You know, everybody was kind of far off. I get it, but it, it still would be nice. And I think even the players, from what I heard in some of the interviews afterwards, they said, no, it really definitely did kind of help. You, you definitely could hear them, uh, even though it was a small number. So it, it, it did it did help them, they said, a little bit. Some well, it's probably what's... I mean, it's like in baseball. Like, baseball was kind of the first sport to come back, and they piped in... They they basically piped in crowd noise, you know, just to kind of give some ambience. It's... I, yeah. You know, if you if you listen, like, specifically that first week when baseball came back, a lot of players are like, man, this is really weird. You know, and yeah. it, it, it's, it's going to be actually an adjustment for the players not to have that. It's it's odd. Yeah. You know, it's, yeah, it's it will, like it will be. <clears throat> it's like you're a musician and you're playing in front of nobody. It's got to be somewhat embarrassing. <laughs> so, um, so yeah, let's go back to my outline over here. So that's think, okay. So yeah, so you know, the Cowboys, you know, they always make some splashes. It's Jerry's thing. He likes to make the splash. Um. So they what? beat us up last year, but yet our record ends up being a game better than theirs. We ended up nine and mm-hmm. seven. It wasn't for that frickin' missed field goal. And that's right. They now have our special teams coach and kicker. Oh, that's right. Oh. Yeah, Zerline oh. and Fossil. Oh. So that's gonna be an interesting dynamic. How does it come down to? What's hey, gonna happen? You know what? I, I love bones. I wish they would have kept bones. I really yeah. wish they would have kept bones. Yeah. But in terms of Zerline, I'm just going to say I told you so when he misses two kicks tomorrow. Important. Well, let's let's see. Let's see how Important it goes. I ones. hope he doesn't get hurt. He's been hurt the last few years, he, you know, a he, lot of groin well, he's injuries been hurt. it seems like. Either the back or the groin. He's he's had something definitely going on oh. every every year. So, yeah. before we get e- deeper into this, I, I pulled something up from the archives, dad. Yeah. Uh, a few months ago, we went through after the schedule was made. And we went through who we thought the Rams were going to win or beat and who they're going to lose to. So this is the one chance we both get before the season starts tomorrow to take back anything. Okay. Mm -hmm. You have them winning tomorrow and you have the Rams going nine and seven for the season. Is there anything you'd like to change? Hmm. I'm sticking with my win tomorrow. Most definitely. I'm curious though, nine and seven, the same as record they had last year. Mm-hmm. 
you know, I, and again, I, after looking at it and taking some emotion and just started, I'm thinking nine and seven. So let's, can you just run through it real quick yep. of who so I selected? I'm going to go, I'm going to go run through this again. Yeah. So tomorrow's the Cowboys. You had them as a win. I have yep. them as a win. Okay. Okay. Week two, Eagles, you have them as a loss. I have them as a win. Okay, I'm going to stick with it so far. Okay. Then we're going to go week three is the Bills. I have it as a win. You have it as a loss. I'm sticking with that. Okay. I think the Bills are good. All right. Then we're going to go week four against the Giants. We both have it as a win. Okay. Then we have uh, Washington. We both have that as a win. That's going to be a tough game. They've got a stacked defense, dude. I'm telling you, they've got a good defense. Okay, keep on going. All right, you you are you keeping it as a win? Yes. Okay. All right, then we got 49ers. You have it as a loss. I have it as a win. Where's the game at? Is that? Uh... It's in San Francisco. Okay. All right, I'll keep it. Okay. Uh, then it's the Bears. We both have it as a win. Okay. You haven't lost any games yet. What, what was your record? Thirteen and three. Th- oh my gosh! Okay. All right, then we've got. Let me make sure that I'm right. I lost count now. Bears. All right, then we got the Dolphins. We both have it. We both have the Dolphins as a win. Yes. Okay. Then we go Seahawks. This is where it, you have them as a win, and I have it as a loss. I'm sticking with that. Okay. All right, then we go Buccaneers. We've got, uh, I've got the Rams winning. You've got the Rams losing. It's Yeah, because they're really playing in Tampa Bay. So? So? He's, it's, just, it's, he's just a man. It's football and gronky. He's just you know, a he man. He calls himself. He's I understand. Just a man. I get it. I get it. But there's just something about TB12. Or as I like to call him, just football. He is football. All right. Well, I have it as a win. All right. Okay. Then we're going to go oh. Rams 49ers. So you have this one as a win, and I have this one as a loss. Yeah, I think we split the series with the 49ers. All right. We go Cardinals. We both have that as a win. Yeah, it's good. That, now, that's, that's going to be later in the year. We're going to get a chance to really see uh, how the Rams' defense is doing because that's what that game is going to be about. Mm-hmm. We'll get a good idea of what our offense is at that time, but I'm curious to see how that defense is going at that time. Okay. So you t- want to make any changes? Nope. All right. Then we're going to go Patriots. I have it as a win. You have it as a loss. I'm going uh, – I'll change that. Okay. All right, then we have the Jets. We both have that as a win. You really have to think about that one? No, it's a win. Okay, good. All right. You were silent for a second. Well, you said we both had it as a win. Well, I was expecting waiting for you to confirm. Oh, and it, looked like, and it looked like you were pondering. No, no. All right, then we've got the Seahawks. I have that one as a win. You have that one as a loss. <sighs> 
Where's the game? That one's in Seattle. Okay, I'll I'll keep it that way. All right. And then we have the last game of the year against the Cardinals, and we both have it as a loss. But I have it as a loss because the Rams are 13-2 and and they're resting people. I I think I might flip that game. All right. I think we can beat them both times. I, I don't think we want to come in uh, fourth in our division. All right, so you flip two games, both both to wins, which pushes your win total from 9 and 7 to 11 and 5. Are we stamping that? Yes. Okay. So you have them 11 and 5, I have 13 and 3. I'm a bigger okay. Rams fan than you are. <laughs> I'm <laughs> That has nothing to do with being a bigger fan. Come on, yes, it dude. Does. It has everything to do with being a bigger oh, fan. Oh, jeez. All right, all right. Everything to do with that, Dad. Come on. All right. So, um, what else? We kind of talked about tomorrow's game. I think yep, we're kind of we good did. on that one. Yeah. Um, can, can, so, you read off a bunch of Cowboy numbers. Can you read off a few of the Rams numbers? I mean, we were 9-7. Sure. I'm, I I'm still... In in somewhat of I'm still surprised that it, it was the shocking. Cowboys were I, only, when I, yeah, when I read that today, I was a eight. little shocked. All right, so the Rams. Here we go. Excuse me. All right, points for 394 points that ranked them number 11. Yards 5,998 that ranked seven. 5, well, that's not too far off the Cowboys. It was a thousand yards difference. The Cowboys were 6,900. 6, Oh, 69. I thought they were at 61. Let me go look. Hold on. Let me double check. Yeah, 6,900. So I I think the Cowboys were number one in that category, probably by a decent amount. Okay. That's a lot of yards. Um, Yep. So, and defensively, uh, from a points perspective, 364, that ranks them at uh, 17. And from a yards perspective, that is 5,434. So let me go look at that Dallas. So Dallas's defense gave up 5232. So that's where it's somewhat close on that one. Um from a points perspective, so Dallas gave up less points, 321 versus the Rams 364. So that's a big difference. Um Yeah. So I, yeah, I I mean if you're looking at these stats, Dallas wins tomorrow, but the Rams have heart guts. Determination. I still don't see how they got to eight and eight. <laughs> you know what I find? You know, I'm looking at this right now. The Rams basically mirrored the Cowboys the first six weeks of the year. Started off three and zero, oh, lose three yep. in a row to go three and three. Yep. Wow. Okay. All right. That Tampa Bay game. God, what a disaster that was. That was the game. <laughs> that was the game. How many uh, yeah oh. picks and oh, that was horrific. Oh. Oh. That rips your heart out, doesn't it? I don't want to look. This is. I don't want to look at last year's stuff anymore. Oh. Just tell me how many. What was our turnover ratio? Ratio was flat. Gave the ball. So they gave the ball up twenty four times. They took the ball back twenty four times. Okay. So All they right. did a. Be, I mean, they did a better job than the Cowboys at, at, at getting turnovers. Minus one. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, but we also gave the ball well, gave, up a heck well, of a Goff, lot more. Goff did not have a good year in that regard. So of the twenty, oh. so of the twenty-four turnovers, seventeen of those were interceptions. Oh, 
Okay. How many fumbles? Remember that Sue run back for a I strip sack? F- oh, yes, I do. God. At the very end of the game, when it looked like the Rams <sighs> might be coming back, I, I yes, yeah, I, I yeah. remember. All right, you're right. Don't don't go any further. I I remember that. Yeah. R.I.P. Hashtag R.I.P. That year. That's right. It's 2020. This is the year of kings. So, 2020. So year this is going to be interesting year because year of possibilities. Okay. Yeah. There's yeah. nothing you can't do in the year 2020. That's it's right. Wide open. That's right. I'm I'm curious to find out now how 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 is Sean because this is a big year I think for him from uh, yes. a perspective standpoint from not only the fans uh, the L A market but also with you know his peers you know how will he perceive can he make the comeback can we right the ship can we get back to that eleven five thirteen okay. and three record so I've got a I've got can a we, question for you yeah is this a bigger redemption year for Sean McVay or for Jared Goff. Oh, McVay. I agree. I think this is his year. This is it has this, to be. This is this is the year that you're really going to find out. Was he this? You know, the young genius kid that came in and took the world by storm, or can he actually coach and continue a level of excellence? This is the year for that. Yeah, and and hopefully just that early early on in the show when we talked about the Tyler Higby and just mm-hmm. the switch to that 12 personnel that's something that we we cried about we were saying where is the adjustments right where are the in-game adjustments those are the things that I think that if he can do and figure it out right then say hey we got to change this like right now because this is what's going on then I think uh, that would speak volumes because it seems like some of the greats can always make those little tweaks, those little in-game adjustments to, uh, that really put them in over the top. Mm-hmm. You know, Belichick, you know, think about all of his little stuff that he starts doing and the way that he can make some of that. Fascinating. You know, always it's a new game plan. You throw it all out the window, we find out what the – their team is weakest at, and that's mm-hmm. what we're going to attack. Mm-hmm. So um, I think it's interesting. Yeah. So, uh, but I think it's I think it's uh, it's McVeigh's redemption. This, year. this is yeah. This is Mc, This is this is the McVeigh year. This is yeah. I mean, he got the new de- he got the new defensive coordinator. He got the offensive somewhat- coordinator. He got the new special teams. I mean, he's like this is you know theoretically th- these are the people he wants coaching in those positions right. doing those things to allow him to be the head coach this is his year b- yeah. b- for better or for be. worse well you know staley he's hoping he's going to bring in multiple looks different looks i mean you know wade you know love him to death son of bum but uh, you know, it, it's always going to be the same thing year in and year out and it's probably a little bit easier for people to figure out uh, I think with Staley, he's hoping to see a defensive. Yeah, I hoping. I think that maybe he looks in the mirror and says, "You know what, Staley, you're going to be my opposite. You're going to be the defensive guy that I am to the offense. You're going to be that young genius type of thing, or that guru, whatever hey, you want to oh, call it." Hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on. Let me let's, let's unpack that because I'm pretty sure that that actually happened. <laughs> <laughs> How big of an ego does one have to say, like, look themselves in the mirror, like, I am the greatest offensive mind in all the world, and I need to find my counterpart. Yeah, exactly. It's alter ego on the defensive side. I think that I think that's what some are perceiving Staley to be. 
<laughs> we'll see about that. <laughs> well, I, hey, you know, I'm throwing out stuff there, buddy. <laughs> All right. I stand by my statement. We'll see after. Uh, we'll see after tomorrow. Let's go look at Josh Reynolds right now. Hold on a second here. Rushing and receiving. Rushing. Games receiving. Why? I just because he's not going to start. Twenty-one receptions for three hundred and twenty-six yards. Come on, man. That's last year. I, I, yeah, you're right. We're not looking at this anymore. I am. Yeah. Not looking away. at 2019 stats. It's Put it for, away. Forward thinking. Forward That's right. Thinking. That's right. You All right. What? I think we fix what we focus on. I think we got to fix what we focus on. Yeah. That's right. So, um, here's what we got is now that the season has started, we've been recording on Saturdays. We're going to move our recording date to either Tuesday or Wednesday. Um, that yes. way it's going to give us time to unpack the games, get our stats out, really kind of focus on a game by game basis. Um, so we're going to be working on all, all that stuff. Um, so expect new episodes to come out on either Wednesday or Thursday, depending upon when we record. Uh, again, thank you everyone for listening. Go check out the website, turnyourheadandgoff.com. We've got some stuff that we're going to start putting on there in terms of the analytics. Uh, you know, reach out to us. You know, we've got the Facebook page. Go be a part of it. Love to hear from you. You know, Twitter, uh, Instagram. It's, although Instagram's a different social. Anyway, don't want to get into it. But yeah, just look for Turn Your Head and Goff, and it's probably us. Uh, with that being said, Bye, Dad. Always a pleasure to talk to you. Awesome. Good to talk to you again, son. Hey, uh, you know, let me know if you need like a, some oxygen mask or something like that. It went. I just checked the index. It went up to five hundred and eleven. <sighs> wow. Holy yeah. cow! It's not good. Are they protesting in this as well, or did they make everybody stay off the streets? I don't. I'm curious now. I I could say something, but I'm not. Anyways, yeah. thank everyone for listening. We will catch you next time. Go Rams. Wait, Let's, beat c- you, you got- <laughs> Let's beat the Cowboys tomorrow. Let's beat the Cowboys tomorrow. Let's do it. Yes. Whoop, whoop. Yeah. All right. Bye. Bye.